episode we're going to talk about chest pain part two and focusing on the second part of the ECG changes. The ST segment is the flat isoelectric section between the end of the S wave and the beginning of the T wave. It represents the interval between ventricular depolarization and repolarization. The causes of ST elevation include acute MI, Prinz metals angina, pericarditis, left bundle branch block, LVH, Brugada, raised ICP, and benign early repolarization. The ST segment in its morphology might either be concave, convex, or straight. Patterns of ST elevation in STEMI uh, is that you get an ST elevation and Q-wave formation in contiguous leads, that show the location of the STEMI <coughs> or the infarct. It's usual to have reciprocal depression in the opposite leads. So the sept septal infarct will show up in V1, V2. Anterior will be V3 and 4. Lateral will be 1. AVL, V5 and 6. And inferior will be 2, 3 and AVF. In Prinz metals angina, you'll get a similar ST change as you do in STEMI. In pericarditis, you get a saddleback ST elevation with PR depression in multiple leads. The main leads are um, 1, 2, and 3, AVF, and V5 and V6. The ST segment changes you get in benign early repolarization are that you get tall T waves, mainly in the chest leads. Basically, benign early repolarization is a normal variant in young, healthy people. <clears throat> so you get tall T waves, mainly in the chest leads, and you get a notching of the J point in something called the fish hook pattern. Left bundle branch block gives you some ST changes as well as overall ECG changes. So ST changes in left bundle branch block will be that you get an ST segment and a T wave showing something called appropriate discordance. And that is that the direction of the ST and the T segments are opposite to the main vector of the QRS complex. So the QRS will be in one direction and the ST and T waves will be in the opposite direction to the, to the QRS complex. <coughs> Uh, left bundle branch block produces ST elevation and upright T waves in leads with negative QRS complexes, so which are a dominant S wave, and that's a big negative wave. So big fat negative wave is a dominant S wave, uh, and then leads with a dominant R wave, so a big fat upright segment. You'll get ST depression and T wave inversions. Um, in complete left bundle branch block, the QRS complex is more than 120 milliseconds and you need it to be more than 120 milliseconds to, to diagnose a bundle branch block. 
If it's less than 120 milliseconds, it's, it can be an incomplete left bundle branch block. The left bundle branch block also eliminates the normal septal Q waves in the lateral leads, so 1, V5, and 6. So you won't have any Q waves in the lateral leads. You'll get tall R waves in the lateral leads, so 1, five, 1 V5, and V6. And you get deep S waves in the right chest leads, so V1, V2, and V3. <clears throat> so V1, V1, 2, and 3 will give you deep S waves. V5, 6 will give you big R waves. Uh, and the R wave can be like peaked or it can be um, basically kind of biphasic as a variant as well. So look out for big ones or look out for like straight biphasic ones. Um, sometimes this dominant S wave in V1 can be notched and it can look like a W and then so this is where you're in your William Morrow type tree but it's not always notched so William Morrow is a really shit way to learn left bundle branch blocks sometimes the dominant R wave in V6 can be notched and it can look like an M but this is sometimes and not always and remembering that segment can be um, notched it can be um, normal it can look kind of wide or it can be kind of biphasic the R wave time prolongs at 60 milliseconds and you get poor R wave uh, progression. The causes of left bundle branch block include aortic stenosis, ischemic heart disease, hypertension, dilated cardiomyopathy, anterior MI, hyperkalemia, digoxin toxicity, or like a primary degenerative fibrosis of the conducting system.